make the best. It's been decided I make the best jelly rolls, <laughs> and he comes back, and she's like, "Yeah, I make the best jelly rolls." Cognitive Contortions is a podcast designed with the intent of diving deep into a variety of conspiracy theories. While the hosts have closely examined the information available, it should be noted that they are not experts in any field of any kind. The following audio content is intended for entertainment purposes only and can tend to be offensive, though it seems pertinent to acknowledge that depending on who you are, almost anything could be considered offensive. And the data presented should only be critiqued by the laziest of critics. Enjoy. The Pope is a lizard And so is the Queen Who murdered Diana And got away clean Obama's a Kenyan but, uh, no, what I was going to say is I've watched, because they have, like, clips George on YouTube Bush and shit. Uh, what's your call? Yeah. Um, but Justin, what he'll do is he will, because, like, their, you know, mics kind of, like, hang and move around. And he'll pull it, and he'll put it, like, right here. And as he's talking, he'll, like, hit it with his chin. And it'll, like, end up over here. And then he'll, like, pull it back right here. And, like, as he's talking, he'll just, like, keep hitting it. And he'll just do... He just continues doing that. And I'm just like, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... Like, it's like, it seems like a weird tick. Yeah. So it's not like he's talking so close. It's like... It's like he just keeps pushing it. And then he'll pull it back. <laughs> I think he does that all fucking very strange. Oh so God. what you're mm-hmm. saying is if we had the ones that moved, you would do that? Yes. Okay. But no, what we should do is get the um, the little wraparound things. Like the, like the boy bands no. out so they no. can... They can dance. Those like, are also like whatever else really they do on bad stage. quality. Mm-hmm. Why do they sound so good in live concerts? It's a, because, because it's, you know, all... like a track played over okay. top of it. They're not actually because they're not actually singing. And, and also, if it does actually sound good and they are actually singing, that's like a thousand dollar microphone. And I, for to make something that like tiny actually sound good, that's a thousand. <laughs> nope. Nope. Just ruined my entire childhood. <laughs> Next thing you're gonna tell me is wrestling is fake. Don't do that. <laughs> I, didn't say it was. I just was predicting. Don't even. Don't even suggest it. Damn. <laughs> oh, the good old Hulk can't actually throw down, brother. <laughs> I just watched it because it was, you know, good old and wholesome white trash, entertaining fun. <laughs> I never thought anything about it was real. It's I don't just, know why. I just connect for some reason. It's I like just home, like, but I on just, television. I enjoyed watching whenever Ric Flair would get hit in the head so hard that it would he would cut his head because head wounds bleed so bad and he had like white hair and he would just be fucking covered in blood. It was just like, man, this is a fucking massacre. I'm eight. <laughs> That's fucking great. Meanwhile, welcome back to the Cognitive Contortions podcast. I, of course, am your host, Tyler John Henry. I am still Quailu Charlie. Mm. Hey, I'm here. Yeah, we're all here. It's us again. (laughs) (laughs) Glad to be back. Hope everyone had a good holiday. I don't know who I'm talking to because there's no one listening, and I've seen you guys plenty. (laughs) Whichever holiday the uh, hypothetical listener who doesn't exist celebrates. We had a great Mm -hmm. holiday. We had a great holiday special. We had a great uh, year-end special. Several great. Yeah. 
holiday specials. Yeah. Welcome. Actually. Welcome. Well, one was raunchy, two were great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if raunchy's your great, then get it. <laughs> get it? But yeah. yeah well, welcome to the newer. Welcome to episode 20, the perfect place to start off 2020. Oh, oh shit. We couldn't. Episode 20? Yes. Good gosh. We uh, could not we're gonna have do our, this if we We're going we to do our seventh uh, episode on MK Ultra, and hopefully it, it'll it actually, actually be airs. the official third episode. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we've been doing yeah. this for so long. I know we are gonna try to finish MK Ultra tonight pretty quick. I I want to try to do a few things since we're going into a new year, and I had a few ideas for different shit we could do. Oh snap! We'll start before we get into MK Ultra with some, and this is this is also like up to you guys a little bit. You can say like no to this. No. Scratch it. Most of it won't take much extra work on your part. All right, then. Okay. okay. Ready, love it. Uh, so, potentially, these are our New Year's resolutions. Aww. So. <laughs> say say Niwer more. Say say Niwer at least three times per episode. That is actually the first bullet point. Uh, that's n- it's not. It's not. <laughs> it should be. No, uh, I, I w- think we surpassed that before we sat down. <laughs> In case we didn't. Niwer. Niwer. All right. It's been said enough. <laughs> Those three. We're we got our quota. Uh, so one of the things I'm thinking we might be able to do for this year, without it being too much of a strain. Oh, I know, I know. If I if I can I guess it? Sure. Um, no. Get listeners. Yes. I mean that's the that's the first one. Hell it yeah. It is 2020. I think if we can get a solid 20 listeners this year. Is that outside of the us three? Yes. So 17 <laughs> more. 17 more listeners. I think I think that would be a good goal to get. for the whole for the whole year for the whole year hell yeah <laughs> keep the bar low <laughs> how could you fail you can miss oh, the we'll bar we'll show you we'll show you how you fail <laughs> uh, one of the things I thought actually in in the uh, effort to get more listeners less what, content more lulls yeah what, one of the things I'm thinking is oh yeah <laughs> because we record for like fucking three hours I'm gonna I'm gonna harness that time and rather than having three hours of knots like just too much to fucking go through i think we could go back to a weekly release by still recording every two weeks and just basically doing our normal recording session but intentionally breaking it like p break one is the end of the first (laughs) p break one i like that yeah so like i'm gonna i'm gonna get like little digital clocks too that'll give us like an hour 20 and then that way we can get a good like 45 to 50 minutes that's i think that's a good length for an episode so you're not trying so you're not trying to cut like three hours and 45 minutes down to an hour yeah because that that doesn't happen and the best i can get is an hour 40 and even i don't want to listen to it because it's too it's too long like they're great but they're so long i think i think we should cut it back to about 45 minutes to an hour max if we can maybe for like holiday specials we can go a little longer but for most of them do that that's why i would always listen to when I, when I was listening to uh, Bill Burr's podcast more often, I would listen to his, like, Thursday update one more often than the actual yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's so much shorter. Because it was, like, 45 minutes as opposed to, like, an hour and a half. I'm exactly. Like, I'm just going li- to listen to this and get kind of the recap. I guess I guess the thing for me is that I drive a lot, so it's easy for me to just listen to it while I'm driving. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I... But, I, I mean, I definitely know, like, as far as other people listening, like... Yeah hour and a half might be a little bit a little long yeah it's easy for me too because i'd spend eight hours a day by myself so i literally fair enough do nothing but listen to like audiobooks and podcasts all day so to me it's like an hour and a half that's fucking like first uh, i don't even yeah, take shit yet that's fine but <laughs> it's for most people <laughs> they've taken multiple shits before they have time to listen to fucking two hours of content so i think uh 
I think like the statistics this are like... This guy takes like three as soon as he rolls out of bed. <laughs> well, I take... Each individual yeah. turd doesn't count as like a separate shit. Well, no, it's, it's, one, it's one shit at home, uh, and then another shit when I get to work. So it's usually two. Except that that second one when I get to work is like... <laughs> okay. An emergency? It ain't great. That's true. Mm-hmm. On the clock, right? Always. Good man. Good man. Good man. I'll shit my pants a little bit before I have to shit before I clock in. Like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Well, and that, and that's if the, I'm at work and I got to shit, that's on you. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> you are, to be honest, at the end of the day, like, that's how I will take a 20 minute shit on the clock because, like, I held this for six hours today because I don't have a bathroom. So you are paying me for those six hours. Yeah, it's definitely not by choice that my $3. first shit is at home. Huh? It's out of necessity. Yeah. Not because I wake up having the shit, but it's how bad how much pain i'm in on my way to work that i know had i not already taken one i wouldn't make it to work <laughs> like hey uh, i'm not going to consistently shitting your pants on the way to <laughs> not, work i'm not going to make it in cuz i like, have I gotta, to i got to reassess my route my morning routine <laughs> i got to set my car on fire and kill myself it's the third time this week i've shit my pants oh man <laughs> and so and it's the, only the first day of the week <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's one thing I think we're going to try to kind of go back to that. So that means episodes are going to have to kind of move a little bit more. If it's not funny, let it die. Try to keep try to keep the knot. Nobody's laughing. We can just move on. I like that. We don't need to, I like, like we don't need to desperately search. But, yeah, uh, one of the other things I want to do is, like, change up the format just a little bit. Uh, the segments we have are great. I think we should just do, since we're trying to shorten the episodes anyway, we'll just, it's still two a night, but we'll just do one for the episode itself. Are we going to do a sign-off on each one? Yeah, we're still going to do a sign-off. i got to come up with a fucking new handle twice a night. Oh, yeah, but you'll have new material twice a night to work with. It's a lot of pressure. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I changed my Instagram already. Do you want to hear it? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Just, just, uh, we haven't said anything. I was like, I save it. I shit my pants. Follow Tyler at... <laughs> Pants shitter. <laughs> uh, one of the other things too, if you guys would just be... get just get real real lazy with it, just it's that uh, I, sh- I shit my pants. Like I don't know. Next whatever. week it'll be uh, I shit my pants one. <laughs> so one of the uh, one of the other things uh, would be kind of maybe if you guys are okay with doing it, maybe delegate me being able to delegate some of the segments a little bit because. Tyler and I pretty much have been doing all of them, which is fine. Hell yeah. You guys could either, I could be like, hey, would you want, like, if you guys want to pick one, and you could, you don't have to, like, always have one ready, you can just work on it when you get an idea, bring it to the table, let me know. I'll try to have a few that I can pull out whenever, but... I heard my name. What's a delegate? Delegate means me uh, giving tasks to other people rather than doing it all myself. Since oh. you're already helping, I'm not necessarily putting more segments on you, because you've already brought a few to the table. Way to have some initiative. High five. Uh, but yeah, you guys can, like, pick... <laughs> thumbs you guys can uh See, can we can, need we need the boy band mike <laughs> it's right there it's right there you guys can like either pick <laughs> ones that you want to do whatever any of the segments we've done just fucking have fun with it or you can like come up with your own it's fun it yeah. is actually pretty fun uh and I, said, then... I, I take it for granted because i just kind of show up like oh this is fun yeah <laughs> and then, uh, if sometimes it's fun to just be like hey here's the thing now you all have to listen to me talk <laughs> but I don't want to listen to myself talk. That's the problem. I'm the one doing the editing, so you don't have to. I just want to listen to Scott talk. True. Anyway, listener, if you haven't listened to episode 19, a cognitive year-end review, feel free to go back and listen to that. There's mm-hmm. a lot of Scott. No, real Scott heavy. Uh, to be I fair, you could just you could just bring up segments or things that Scott wants to talk about. <laughs> That'll get him talking. Just try try to uh, get him talking. Yeah, and then the last thing, if you guys do find anything like interesting, 
just fucking, you know, put something together yourselves. Not like a whole episode, maybe just like a little blurb you want to bring in for some of our like in-between episodes, because I think uh, sometimes I want to try to like finish off a segment by having like a guest on when we can. Other times I'm just going to do like a little grab bag kind of thing I'm throwing together. Uh, and if you guys find shit you want to talk about, bring it to the table and we'll throw it in one of those, one of those episodes or as a segment or whatever. I like it. Other than that, though, the rest of it's for the, the non-existent listener. Um, <laughs> in the new year, pretty soon, we are going to have uh, a lot of merchandise. Hell available. yeah. As long as everything keeps going well. It's been a little bumpy because I've been doing designs and then uh, the website I'm trying to use will like... Shoot it down for yeah. for copyright for, or whatever. Well, for copyright or for quality. <clears throat> They're like super specific about like they uh, are okay. keeping their name... Uh, they want good ratings. That's fair. Yeah. So they will not make anything so like for res- you. Resolution and yes. stuff like that. I and gotcha. that's been a fucking pain in the dick. Yeah. So I think I got most stuff to go through. I had a bunch of stuff that was fine. And then three days later, they were like, actually, it's not good enough. <laughs> so I made it all a little bit smaller. Just a little bit. But still good looking on a shirt. And they haven't rejected it yet. Yet. Yeah. Should we do so. like uh, coasters and... Uh, their website offers a variety. So there are currently for, if if this all goes through, if it doesn't, I'll have to uh, edit this out. But currently, if it all goes through, there are going to be, uh, t-shirts, hoodies, dog bandanas. Hell yeah. uh, Fanny packs for just one item in particular, because it made me happy to see it. Uh, (laughs) I think it's the owl. I will remain three tongue lengths away from the mic. It was the only one the image like looked good on it. Uh, there's, uh, like, one of them has maternity t-shirts, specifically T-Rex hands has a line of baby clothes that goes with it, because it's the only one I felt comfortable putting on a baby. Um, (laughs) turtles all the way down, like, there's, there's a whole bunch of honestly pretty fucking choice t-shirts that we're gonna be just slowly dropping constantly over the next uh, few weeks once this episode drops that's fucking uh amazing. all of them are pretty much just so the listener at home knows we're not really gonna make much money initially right now i'm just putting them up for cost which means they're just paying for the company to make them and they get stuff but yeah uh that's our 2020 year uh potential resolutions that i'm going for guys we're gonna have merchandise yeah. for the the listener who isn't there maybe some random folks will Tyler's like gonna have all of our merchandise yeah. maybe some random <laughs> folks will stumble across it and buy it for you know whatever reason but yeah that's gonna be our thing so i guess for the rest of uh this episode this evening we're gonna go ahead and uh, try to finish up mk ultra real quick and then we're gonna take a little pee break and then we're gonna Work on next week's episode if we've got the time. Oh my hey, gosh. Ultra, what is that? Tell me more. Actually, I don't think I've been here for any of this. You have not. I think we've only done. So one. I second your question. Two? <laughs> you sure? We did the one with Joe. We did one without me and Scott that didn't work didn't out. We did one with Joe, mm-hmm. me, you, and Joe. And then we, we did, did the one with Joe and Tasia. Which also didn't that work. That also didn't work. And then we did two holiday specials. Holy shit, guys. This is, the first, <laughs> this is the first one we've done that's not five episodes long. Well, because so it's only good. two? It's only two. <laughs> that's, that's it's good been news. a rough road to two. It's, it's been a rough gosh. road to two. That's so. That sucks. And what's two. fucked up is like, it's really interesting stuff. And I feel like, from what I can remember, we've had some really good material. Yeah, we have. So. It's bad because at this point, we've done so many specials now and had so many breaks. I don't even remember where we were or what we were talking about. MKL. So when we laughed, oh my god, when we laughed, <laughs> we're laughed so off, good at this. 
dump it. Shit. Just dump it. We were getting into experiments on Americans. Just real quick for Scott's knowledge, uh, basically all MK Ultra is is the government between the 1950s all the way up to about the 1970s were experimenting on American and Canadian citizens using LSD, sometimes with their consent, mostly not with their consent, trying to figure out if they could control people's minds and turn them into uh, brainwashed soldiers. Basically. Damn, land of the free. Yeah, free to take drugs uh, without your consent. So, um... What Check is your consent? Redacted. Scratch it. <laughs> Scratch it. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Claw its eyes New out. Year, New year, same awful little joke. <laughs> uh, so we briefly touched on what the CIA was up to, though. So just real quick, for example, trying to make Soviet spies defect against their will. Uh, finding out that the Soviets could do the same... Uh, trying to find out whether or not the Soviets could do the same thing to CIA's operatives, experimenting on uh, mental patients, prisoners, drug addicts, and sex workers, T-Rex hands, people who would not fight back, as one agency yeah. worker described it. That's Damn. so messed up. Yeah. They administered LSD to a mental patient in Kentucky for 174 days, consecutive days. Wait, wait, wait I'm sorry, real quick. <laughs> List off the people again. What people? The people that they did this on? Oh, uh... Some of it were the CIA's operatives experimenting on mental patients, prisoners, drug addicts, and sex workers. Because I'm thinking, like, in today's time, you're going to get a lot less of a T-Rex hands fight back if someone's trying to force drugs on you. Yeah. Like, hey, here's this LSD. I'm like, I'm not going to fight you, man. Like, cool. Let's do it. Cool. But I guess yeah. a lot of the... We know what it is now. That's the thing. Back then, they didn't know what it was or what it would do. Oh. So... Again. They were They were still... I mean, if, the if government you thought we... approached me with a drug, we don't know anything about it, I am not going to fight you. <laughs> I will... Hey, you want this? Sure, why not? I might... Like, oh, worst on, case scenario, on what the drug That's is, my best case scenario. What, yeah, <laughs> it's a win-win. You, you either get fucked up or you die. I mean... <laughs> both sound equally acceptable. I think that's why people do drugs. True. I mean... It's either... Yeah. I'm either, I'm either going to really live or I'm going to die. Enough Let's said. do this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they administered LSE to a mental patient in Kentucky for 174 consecutive days. Uh, Damn. They administered it to CAA employees, military personnel, doctors, government agents, and members of the general public to study their reactions. Hmm. Uh, often this was done in secret without the individual's knowledge, and the overall goal was to try and create basically a robot agent is what yeah. they were going for. Here's a question. Hmm. How many... How many, like, homeless, insane homeless people you see, like, walking around D.C. or, like, Baltimore, like, saying their crazy stuff? Do you think we're actually, like, MK Ultra patients that just lost their mind? Over the age of 60, 50, 60, somewhere in there. Because you see a lot 30, of... 30, I'd say, I'd say like, I'd say point. over the, the whole country, I'm going to say 30%. Because you see a lot of those, just like... Actually, maybe not yeah, 30%. The old was... crazy guy, like, walking around talking about the government type thing. Like... I'll say at least one in every state. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, though. I feel like that's a pretty plausible, yeah, explanation to why they're all like sense. so crazy. Probably. It's like, oh man, you <laughs> you got fed LSD for 174 <laughs> straight days. You probably got some stuff to say about the government, crazy guy over there. Yeah. You were already a mental. Patient, I'm gonna buy you a sandwich. Then... <laughs> I'm gonna buy you a sandwich. Uh, so now uh, we're gonna get into a little something called Operation Climax. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. 
In this operation, the CIA set up several brothels uh, within agency safe houses in oh, San yeah, Francisco, California, to obtain a selection of men who would be too embarrassed to talk about the events that took place in those brothels. Uh, the men would be dosed what? with the men would be dosed with LSDs. The brothels were equipped with one-way mirrors, and sessions were filmed for later viewing and study. Sessions? In, yes, you know what that means. In other experiments, the uh, listener at home. Sex. Sections. The sections. Thank you. Uh, other experiments and also some of those as well. A lot of those the people were just given the LSD without their knowledge and they were interrogated later under bright lights with doctors hanging out in the background taking notes and stuff. Uh, basically, they were told that the subjects, their trips would be, ex- their T-Rex hands, trips, would be extended if they refused to reveal their secrets, whatever that would be. Whether that be government secrets that they knew that the different agent they randomly kidnapped had or... Uh, the people that they filmed and studied in those brothels, whether they would like, hey, we know you got secrets, come on, and see if they would actually break under the pressure. Part because part of the thing about MK Ultra, the the ultimate goal was find a thing to control people's minds. But eventually, that kind of, as the military is like to do, if it won't control their mind, can it kill them? <laughs> <laughs> can we get them to tell us shit with it? What can we do with it? So they just tried a fucking they just they threw fucking lsd spaghetti at the walls basically to see what <laughs> <Just is. laughs> uh, man yeah that was one of the spaghetti noodles that wait so slap the wall was yes i don't know that's just all very confusing it's all a lot right it's a lot they set up uh basically brothels to give people lsd and see what happened when they fucked on lsd uh what kind of info they would give up also after being administered lsd and just like were they in specific places or locations or like well, what what information were they looking for? Just well, again, because it's we're talking about people who were either some of those were the people who were in those brothels. So like, hey, that's illegal. Why? What you want to talk to us about some stuff you've been up to, buddy? And see if they'll admit to doing that. Or others were again they kidnapped a lot of like CIA agents or they would uh, administer their own people. So if they have an agent working on a subject or like a project and they know he's got information on that project, they would just dose him with fucking LSD for a while to see if he would break or not. Because they wanted to see if they were capable of doing yeah. it. Was it... Okay, so... <laughs> so if it was, like, someone that worked for them that was working on a project mm-hmm. and they had information, yep, was it them questioning him or did they have other people questioning him to see if they would give their secrets to that person it all depends on the study okay i mean it was always some government employee of some kind usually CIA that, i guess i guess what doing i'm doing the interrogation but what you mean whether it was the guy that gave him the lsd or a different person interrogating him i mean that it really just depends and yeah, honestly again, i guess the try, main thing i'm trying that, to make the the question as clear as possible yeah. it's like say uh you work for me uh, you mean like as in when they took the guy Gave him LSD and they're like, "Tell us your secrets." Did that guy know that they were CIA, or did he think they were some other group? Is like, did he asking, did or? he know that he was telling his secrets to like his superiors, or were they like putting other people in the situation to see if he would tell the secrets to someone who he shouldn't be talking? to? I think to? most of the time it was uh, situations where, as far as he knows, it's somebody he shouldn't be talking okay. to. Right. And again, when you talk about like civilians who were in brothels, they probably shouldn't be spreading that to anybody who seems to be in an official capacity. True. And when you, put, when you put doctors behind you taking notes on your torture and interrogation, it feels real official. Because okay. I thought you meant like... <laughs> or just shitty. I guess they were trying to see whether they could use that to get information from... Yes. Like actual like people that had secrets. So I was just like, why would some like dude trying to get his dick sucked in a brothel have like some super secret information to give them? Clout. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, and so he's I, trying to get so a. So it was just like experiments to see it's, if it's, they could yeah, use it for something. It was all over the place. It was those guys. It was mostly, I think, the one with the secrets thing that was a lot of people were just within the CIA or just government agents because it wasn't just the CIA. The CIA would dose their own people, and then as the organization grew, they started dosing like other or military like, organizations too, like. Not Secret Service, because that's not how you do that. But, uh, like, Army Intelligence and other I'm going people to like Army. that. I'm going I to feel Army. like he's in the broth. Army brothel. had LSD today. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's in the broth when he's like, hey, you want to you wanna blow me? She says no. He's like, I got secrets. <laughs> blow me for a secret? <laughs> uh, the worst example, though, of somebody randomly getting slipped LSD without their consent or knowledge was a U.S. Deputy Marshal named Wayne Ritchie. Uh... He, pretty much his basic routine was before he would go home, there's like a bar he would stop at as a regular. He'd stop at, he'd have a drink uh, on his way home. And one night, either his food or his drink while he was there, uh, I believe he said he was on his way home from a Christmas party, LSD got slipped in it. And he, we talked about this before. You okay, remember this. I remember that. Um, LSD got slipped in his food at some point or his drink. And because he was a U.S. Marshal, he took out his gun because he started to freak the fuck out because oh. he didn't know what was happening. And he held the entire bar uh, pretty much hostage for a little Man, while. That's, that's so great. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, Richie <laughs> Imagine was... being in that bar. Just like, dude, I just wanted to get drunk, man. <laughs> also, like. <laughs> I'm a deputy marshal. Why the fuck are all you melting right now? <laughs> Am I melting right now? I'm pretty drunk. I don't know. <laughs> Man, that's just so, that's so bizarre. Yeah. Fucking government, yeah. man. Uh, it's somebody's job to just, like, go into a bar and drug people. <laughs> and watch. And just watch. I mean, it's still Ooh. someone's job. It's just Brett. <laughs> <laughs> 2020, boys. <laughs> Fucking Brett Colin Rufel in the third. Man. Throwing his dick into 2020 already, son of a bitch. Callback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Richie was, of course, later fired, and only decades later, in about 1999, learned that he had probably been the subject of a secret drug testing. Oh my gosh. Uh, he was only one of a lot of different unwitting subjects. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, Brett's I just want to... It's like, you're doing it wrong. Why would you drug a man? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Cut it. Um, Redacted. <laughs> one of the other people who uh, participated in these was invited by a graduate student named Vic Lovell. Uh, an individual named Ken Kessie volunteered to take part in what turned out to be a CIA finance study under the uh, a title of MK Ultra. Uh, he worked basically as a night aide at the uh, Menlo Park Veterans Hospital. The project studied the effects of psychoactive drugs, specifically LSD, psilocybin, mescaline, cocaine, AMT, and DMT on different individuals all at once <laughs> yeah they uh the office of security used lsd in interrogations uh but the chemist who directed mk ultra thought that he'd be able to use it in covert operations uh since its effects were temporary he believed it could be used on high-ranking officials and in this way affect the courses of different like meetings and speeches and public events or elections even basically just by like I mean, somebody's been dosing Donald Trump for a while, so I guess <laughs> they were wrong about that. Do you think but... he was part of MK Ultra? Oh man, I think he's still part of MK. Because <laughs> <laughs> like technically, we don't know if it's ended. Like Damn. we discovered it, we talked about it, we shut it down, but there was never an official closing. Yeah, I guess if they didn't know it was happening, like so. who would know if it wasn't still happening? Mm -hmm. Man, 
That's all kinds of trippy. Breaking news. A little bit trippy. Donald Trump is on drugs. Everyone's like, it's not. We already one, knew we, that. We knew <laughs> that. But it's not the ones you think. <laughs> oh. <laughs> LSD. We already knew that. Yeah. It's not the ones half of you. Does that mean he only wants to bang his daughter because he's being force-fed Oh, LSD? no, I'm pretty sure that's just always been a thing. I think okay. that's why they're giving him the LSD, is to suppress <laughs> The LSD just... actually tones it down a little bit. Yeah. Imagine him sober. Mel- it mellows him out. mellows him out. They have him in a room. They have him in a room in the White House. They're like... <laughs> Do you still want to fuck your daughter? He's like, yes. Give him another one. <laughs> Give him another one. Him We're going to get this demon out of you. Get him another. We know you're in there, Hitler. Get him another T-Rex hands diet coke. <laughs> Man. But it's Mike Pence giving him the drugs. He's like, oh we got to get him to stop saying I, this I shit. Mother, mother, bring me more LSD. <laughs> I saw something a little while ago. You two probably aren't going to understand this, but uh, Derek Henry and Donald Trump are the same height and almost the same weight. That's so strange. Derrick Henry's a football player, and he's a fucking tank of a human being. And Donald Trump is a fucking potato. <laughs> he's just, you know... He's mashed potatoes. He's like Flubber, but without any of the fun. <laughs> um, anyway, as experimentation progressed, though, a point arrived where outsiders were being drugged with no explanation whatsoever, and surprise acid trips became something of an occupational hazard among Damn. CIA <laughs> operatives. Uh, as a result of this... Bad shit kind of happened, like a lot. Side effects of LSD may result in unknowingly receiving drugs in your morning coffee, becoming psychotic and running across Washington, seeing a monster in every car passing by, falling into a deep depression after a surprise trip, and later falling from a 13th story window. All of those are real things. (laughs) That happened. So, what what was the the time frame on this? Anywhere between 1953 to 1970, I think 8 or 9. Okay. Because I was wondering if there were people that, like, there were hippies that got accidentally drugged and then did like LSD later. Like, seems eerily familiar. Probably one or two. <laughs> like the one guy who had a really good time with you know working <laughs> on MK Ultra. He was like, I don't know, man. They just put me in a chair and asked me like questions, but it was like I I wasn't even there. You know, <laughs> it was great. Yeah, they, whole... I'd suddenly they'd be like, we'll, we'll make it go longer, and I was like, yeah, man, go ahead. <laughs> like, Keep this was... rolling. Let's do this. <laughs> I was in the other room watching them torture me. I didn't even fucking feel anything. It was crazy. <laughs> it was awesome. The, the whole the whole scenario is it's such a weird and bizarre thing. Yeah, it's it's the kind of thing too where like so many conspiracies are just ridiculous, but then there are some that there's always the the fallback of like, yeah, but like I mean MK Ultra, so. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah, it's, it's freaky. Um, most of this stuff is like documented, like fact, right? Or like for the most part. From what we know, yeah. It's it's um, it's a series of different things. So some of it is documentation, uh, because we happen to find documentation. Uh, some of it is a lot of like was it ever eyewitness testimony? Was shit. it ever admitted to? Yeah, okay. Large sections. That's, that's what I mean. Large sections of it were admitted to, or they were investigated and, uh, you know, happened to be yeah. very, very... That's, what I, that's what I thought. Like, more so than most conspiracies, it's like, yeah, that's yeah. The thing that, that was the thing that happened. Yes, exactly. Um, specifically to the guy that I mentioned just a minute ago who fell out of the window, uh, his case is yeah, still to this day. Uh, this guy's deal. <laughs> He's under some pretty heavy scrutiny. We'll finish up. We're going to touch on him a little bit more in detail later. Uh, there's some decent evidence, though, that he may have been murdered. And that, uh, if not that, he was at least murdered by 
I don't know, vicariously or by association, because the other option is that one of the studies they were trying to see is if they could influence people to do things while under the uh, the influence of LSD. Well, one hey, of those jump things out was this window. Like, exactly. So even Jesus even if Christ. somebody didn't throw him from the window, somebody almost definitely sat there and said, you should kill yourself. And eventually he did. So either way you want to look at it. So it was like internet cyberbullying before the internet. <laughs> and, and honestly, somebody sitting there telling him while he's tripping that he should kill himself is the best case scenario for the government at this point. Because the other options are homicide. Which, again, we'll finish up when we touch on uh, the deaths that are part of this whole it's whole a fucking it's a suicide. Thing. He was on drugs. Case closed. Yeah. Uh, some subjects, so some of the subjects in question, of course, were uh, aware that they were being experimented on. They consented to the experimentations. And from what we do know, it seems that they were actually singled out for more extreme experiments as Man. a result because they could get away with it. In one case, seven volunteers in Kentucky were uh, given LSD for 77 consecutive days. I'm guessing the same other guy who got it for 174 was also one of the people consenting to it. Uh, Did they just, like, keep him in a room? Yeah, there's just... 77 days? I mean, a lot of these people were at, at like, hospitals or mental wards, or uh, some of them actually just had, like, small, minor mental Damn. or physical conditions they wanted to cure and the doctors who were involved in the research was like i have a brand new thing that might help and uh huh. it didn't <laughs> we'll get to that too when we start talking Spoiler that specifically alert. happened a lot in canada and uh england but it was through the guise of a cia fronted organization paying them oh we will gosh. get into that a little bit later quick, as well real quick question for you i don't know if you have the answer to this um are there like any movies based on <clears throat> mk ultra the men who stare at goats we talked about that as well. Yep. The Many Stare at Goats is a, a movie that follows the reporter who broke the story and completely like unveiled some of the other details we didn't know originally. He's also the same reporter who is the only person alive to date who knows whether or not Frank Olsen killed himself, and if not, who killed him. But he's... He's the one that jumped out of the window? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, the guy, the reporter, though, that covered it is like literally probably the greatest journalistic reporter of our time alive today he's broken like a fucking dozen or more like groundbreaking stories and gotcha. he's never gonna fucking reveal his source you know damn so we won't know uh if someone until were to dies. drug him oh he's already been drugged on lsd a few times actually that happened at one of the places he was at during his investigation so damn that's a great movie you should definitely watch it i have watched it i don't remember anything about it oh. yeah I just put that in my uh, to-watch list of movies and shows that uh i'm never gonna watch in but your notes you in my notes um, yeah, MK, uh, MK Ultra researchers later, though, after all of these fucking bananas experiments they were doing, dismissed it, LSD in general, as a drug that they would be able to use for the things they were trying, because it was too unpredictable. Yeah. Fucking no shit. Yeah. I mean, I guess they, did, they, they didn't, we know that now, because they didn't know it at that point. Yeah. Uh, they gave up on the notion that LSD was the T-Rex hand's secret that was going to unlock the universe. <laughs> Uh, but little did they know it was David Icke. Yeah, they did hold on to it for a little while. <laughs> they did hold on to it for a little while, though, as part of CIA's cloak and dagger operations arsenal, just to have in the back pocket to throw it. I don't know, Fidel Castro or something, if they wanted him to trip his balls off. Just to see what at, at, at that point it was just out of pure entertainment. Like I don't know, pretty much. start drugging like world leaders to see <laughs> see how this exchange goes. G twenty summit. <laughs> Lots of LSD. Everybody. Let's fucking do this shit. I mean, it probably already happens. I'm sure. Like, 
Just Bil- like Bilderberg, intentionally on fire. Bilderberg or whatever. I'm sure they do some crazy stuff when they're banging the animals or doing child sacrifices or all that, whatever the stuff they do. Excuse me? Oh. I'm just here hanging out. What's happening? Gotta, gotta be on LSD if you're gonna actually be into that shit. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, in about 62, the CA and Army developed a bunch of different super hallucinogens, such as a, the highly touted BZ which was thought to hold a greater promise as a mind-control weapon. Uh, this resulted in the withdrawal in support of many of the academics and private researches of LSD, and it pretty much just got pushed to the back burner. Uh, BZ, for the record, by the way, during the 70s, the United States Army showed a lot of interest in this drug as it was being developed. Uh, they wanted to try and see if they could deploy it in chemical warfare because basically the drug itself, what it does is it just kind of shuts down your nervous system really slowly. Hell yeah. Uh, from, all, from every angle. That and it causes you to have horrible. panicked thoughts and be mentally and physically vulnerable, or more or less just straight up fucking incapacitated. If it's dosed too much, too highly for too long without being counteracted or removed from it, it will kill you because your yeah. entire system, nervous system, shuts down. Yeah. Interesting because be, because both this, all all aspects of it will slowly start to shut down. The first set of side effects sounded pretty much like everyday life. Yeah. <laughs> so, what? Uh, it's in the qu- water. Here's a question. How much of like recreational drugs that people use nowadays were originally developed by the government? Well, that's the thing. Is LSD wasn't developed by them. It was just like, Ut- utilized, studied by or them, studied. Yeah, used. Um, it, put it this way: it was brought to the U.S. and spread around a lot by them. So it, it's their fault that we have it. And we're so obsessed with it, but like um, every other thing yeah. that the government does. Yeah, I would say that most of the shit that was discovered was probably put into prominence, and the knowledge we have on it, and how to like make it, and how to dose it, and how to actually use it, is a result of the government just fucking around with it. And then they were like, once they finally honed in on those specs, they decided this is dangerous, and then yeah. they made it illegal. Well, start, uh, you were like listing the different things that like they used, and the all the different things. I was like, how many of these things? That people still use like recreationally or just from the government. We're just from the government. Sixty percent. I'm yeah. just gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess. I have no information. <laughs> no information to back that, and uh, I feel confident. What is it? Um, eighty. What is it? The Barney always says. Eighty-three percent. Eighty-three percent. Sixty-three percent. Um, we, one of the things that they ended up doing eventually, though, was just using, like, a barbiturate in one arm and amphetamine in the other. Barbiturate would basically just kind of make you susceptible, uh, to suggestions, but it would also make you sleepy. The amphetamine would counter the sleepiness. Between the two, you would want it to stop, and you would also be very, uh, alert, very hyperactive, and very willing to give up information. And sometimes, this is in quotes, sometimes, you could get useful answers (laughs) when you did that to people. It's like drinking a Four loco, just kind of like keeps you in this weird uh weird limbo <laughs> yeah <laughs> is that uh, weird limbo called blacking out yes okay <laughs> other other experiments blacking involved... out staying awake forever <laughs> <laughs> other experiments involved use heroin morphine uh timzampine mescaline psilocybin scopolamine cannabis alcohol sodium pentothal all if it was a drug that you could put in somebody they would <laughs> <laughs> uh, declassified NSA Ultra documents indicate that they studied hypnosis in the early 1950s, uh, which is one of the things they actually do cover pretty fully in The Men Who Stare at Goats. That was what got the reporter interested in studying it, and then it kind of just snowballed from there as he learned more and more about the project. Uh, one of the things they wanted to do was the creation of hypnotically induced anxieties. Is something they wanted to try and do to people? Uh, is that what happened to me? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> 
damn government <laughs> got me again. Hypnotically increasing uh, the ability to learn and recall complex written matter. Uh, studying hypnosis and polygraph examinations or hypnotically increasing ability to observe and recall complex arrangements of physical objects and also studying the relationship of personality and susceptibility to hypnosis. Uh, basically, they wanted to see if they could just, like, hypnotize you into being a secret agent. Even if Hell it was yeah. literally just, like, walk into this building that you have access to, look at the fucking wall, and then tell me where, like, all the pins on the map are. They want to see if using hypnosis could help to, uh, make you better at that make make the imagery more permanent so that you're better at remembering what it was you were actually looking at yeah uh they conducted experiments with drug-induced hypnosis and with uh anterograde and retrograde amnesia while under the influence of such drugs were there ever were there any tests where they actually found anything to be useful like in that regard? I think hypnosis like, that actually worked. I think hypnosis uh when done by like an actual hypnotist on certain select people who are susceptible and willing to be hypnotized and also have the right kind of mind for just, the project. Just keep on just certain narrow yep, it down yep. and there's one it w- it worked there's, one time it worked one time. There are, <laughs> a, there are a few people who um reported like they would be better at like memory problems Mm. people who were already good at them could be better at them when hypnotized specifically to be better at them they would just kind of like a robot remember certain things but that that was like out of all the people they studied i think like 10 yeah uh same with like they did actually get some and this is very strange because part of that was also a very small subsect that studied esp so like trying to see like 11 basically entering a different space and seeing shit in different places where you shouldn't be able to just using your mind there was some potential success with that. Yeah. There were two guys, two or three guys specifically, who would take LSD and fucking sit in a room that was dark or in like a, uh, a chamber, like the water with the salt, where I can't remember what they're called right now. Um, deprivation. Yes, deprivation chamber. Uh, and they would just float around in there and just see shit. One of them, I think, potentially found uh, weapons like at a Russian facility. Really? He said he saw something in a place that looked a certain way, and there were certain things in that base that he thought were dangerous. And when they checked their different stats, place the one of the places that matched the description that he gave in Russia, where he said he thought it was, had some stuff in the middle of the base, like he described, that were, in fact, dangerous. Interesting. That, though, depending on what time it was, I think that was like the 60s, yeah, pick a base in Russia, there's probably some dangerous <laughs> shit. Like, we were in the middle of a Cold War, so... Like, ah, it's Russia. <laughs> there's some crazy stuff happening. Yeah, there. like, again... Oh. Uh, you know. Uh, one of the other things that the CIA did throw their shit into were experiments on uh, Canadians. We're going to browse through that real quick just because there's a few specific things that are kind of interesting in that. Um, basically, what they did was they uh, they exported their, their drug experiments to a, uh, at that point, British psychiatrist uh, who was the creator, uh, Donald Ewan... Cameron. He worked. For, he was in Canada. Um, he was the creator of what was called the psychic driving concept, which the CIA found interesting. Psychic <laughs> driving concept. Yeah. Uh, he was the one that he basically he had thought that maybe he could cure schizophrenia by like using psychosis to tap into people's minds and erase certain traumatic memories or events that caused them to have a mental break and become schizophrenic. Uh, they thought that's kind of cool. What else could you do with that? So they uh, he would commute every year from Albany. New York to Montreal. That's where it was. Sorry. Which I think is actually the other side of the... Anyway. To Montreal every week uh, to work 
Yeah, I don't know where. I don't know Canada's where. It's fucking big. Yeah, I don't know where one single. I know names of big cities in Canada. Uh, I, I, I can't just tell remember. you. Any yeah. in any I would regard. I say Montreal's the, probably like a little bit in, but basically up and. Yeah, I don't. Over remember. like uh, I don't know what's next to New York. It's not America or not the USA. <laughs> it is America. It's America. Hey, and then, it's yes, not Middle America. Middle Middle America. It's the only America. You got north, you got your South, you got the USA. You're right in the middle. Middle America. <laughs> north, north America and America are two different things. This country right here. This is America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Which is so... Just quick sidebar. Just take like... Let's take a, like true American. Let's take a quick break <laughs> to just acknowledge how goddamn pretentious this country is. <laughs> that it's like all these continents... And you have these countries, and like in Brazil, these people are Brazilian, and in Croatia, these people are Croatian, and in Russia, these people are Russian, and within North America, because there are two, North mm-hmm. and South, and then Middle America, yeah. one of the countries in North America, which they just so, uh, that's, la- so lazily that's... named <laughs> the United States of America, mm-hmm. and we just call it America. 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 There are two fucking it's a very odd continents, and we're just like, yeah, America. <laughs> like, think about that for the rest of the world. Like, where are you from? Uh, America. Which one? What? There's only there's only one America. God damn it! Like, how, that's that's a very interesting point, though. Why yeah, are and we? Then if you say why this, are you go what? They're like, oh, that America. Uh, oh, okay. You're the dumb one. We thought maybe you're like. Canadian. Why are we referred to as Americans and Canada is referred to as Canadians? Exactly. Like. Where are you Mexicans. from? America. America. <laughs> you got can, you got Canadians. We're so damn stupid. Canadians, <laughs> Canadians, Mexicans, Americans. I've actually never thought <laughs> Americans. I think about I've never it, actually thought about that before. Yeah, how I, damn I think about stupid it way too is. often yeah. as I'm like looking at apartments in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? Free healthcare, I bet they're a whole lot smarter. <laughs> like, of course Donald Trump is the president of America. America. Yes. <laughs> it's a very interesting. And he probably point, he probably doesn't realize that you're not the president of both continents. Mm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm the oh president of America. What's this Mexico? What is that? It's, Where is it? Why is it touching us? I'm the president of Mexico. <laughs> I can build a goddamn wall if I want. <laughs> so, oh my god. So, um, <laughs> the president of America. I'm the president of all of the Americas. <laughs> uh, yeah. But so Donald, you and. Donald, Ewan, Cameron, uh, when he was commuting from Albany to Montreal every week to work on for the CIA on his uh, mental experiments, he was getting paid $69,000 in that collective time from 1957 to 64, which translates in today's money as about $560,000 uh, over a seven-year period. That's not terrible. It's a decent salary for a scientist. I mean, to be fair, he should have gotten paid more for what he was up to because it was very morally ambiguous, extremely <laughs> unethical. But um, was he like into it? I guess just like yeah, whatever. I guess. I mean, it, it gave him a way to further his specific area of study how he wanted to. So what he would do for them uh, was perform the same kind of different experiments or his own specific experiments on Canadians. Uh, he was paid by the CAA through a front organization. Uh, called the Society for Investigation of Human Ecology. So if you're ever approached by that group, don't. <laughs> um, as shown by internal CIA documents, Cameron did not know where the money, or, or that the money came from the CIA. And in addition to LSD, Cameron also experimented, though, with various uh, 
other paralytic drugs as well as electroconvulsive therapy at 30 to 40 times the normal power that everyone else at that time would find acceptable, which as we know nowadays isn't at all. So <laughs> what we find unacceptable, you know, like times 30 <laughs> or 40. Um, God damn. His main driving experiments consisted of putting subjects into drug-induced comas for weeks at a time, in one case up to three months straight. Oh uh, while playing tapes on loops or of noise or just repetitive statements. His experiments were often carried on patients who entered the Institute for minor problems, such as anxiety disorders or postpartum depression. And he would say, let me just put you in a coma and I'll like play this baby saying no mommy for three months and we'll see what happens. Like that kind of shit. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, what ended up happening, of course, is that uh, the treatments resulted in victims having amnesia, forgetting how to talk, forgetting their parents, or thinking that the interrogators who were asking them questions after these experiments were their parents. So he did kind of delete some shit, just not anything he wanted to or meant to. Huh. Uh, his work, though, also later inspired a British psychiatrist named William Sargent at the St. Thomas Hospital in London and Belmont Hospital in Surrey, who was involved what, in intelligence services. You know, see that guy up there? What, a, what an inspiration. What an inspiration to us all. Let's try some you know, you know, I heard something about a guy. Uh, he's over in Canada. That's such a weird... No, no, a... hold on. Stay with me. Stay with me. I know it's Canada, but, like, he's doing some good shit. That's he such an... He's in coma for a few months, and he forgot who his dad was. Doesn't that sound good? Such an interesting <laughs> phrase, though. Like, inspired. Like, oh, that guy, he's a real... He's, he's a real inspiration. inspiration. <laughs> That potential criminal. What's that say? What's that say about you? If that's, yeah, yeah. America. Uh, but he <laughs> he also got involved with uh, the intelligence services who had experimented on his own patients without their consent, also causing very similar long-term damage to his patients. Uh, I believe that also got involved with MI5 for a while. So there's that's a whole other fucking thing in England where they were also basically the 60s. We all kind of went. LSD, what's that? Let's what the... test it on everyone. <laughs> but like the whole world. I mean, that's the thing, like did that. most terrible things that happen in America with the government, there's probably some similar story in England or you know, Russia or <laughs> wherever. Like who knows what they do in like Korea to their citizens or you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I'm sure there's Well I mean that was part of the initial thing was that after World War Two they had found that Nazi <laughs> scientists had started Mm -hmm. messing with that and yeah. also that because the nazis have been messing with it also potentially north korean japanese and russian people had also been fucking with it yeah so that's what so according like... to them prompted the u.s government to start studying it was like well if they can do it we want to as well. <laughs> yeah. the u.s government was like hey you know this um nazi regime that we had to wipe out because they were pure fucking evil mm. They had some good ideas. Yes, maybe not all of them. Maybe not all of them. We talked about that on one of the episodes. Is like they yeah. would the government straight up hired like Nazi scientists and stuff yep. after the war. Like let's uh you know let's see what let's see what they can come up with. Pretty much, yeah. So we know it, it wasn't, is, but in a safe environment because well, this is America and we, we all, can't do anything wrong. The ones right. we all know about is like Nazis to get us to space. All right, but they're like and also to get you <laughs> and, and and also and also. <laughs> And also a whole lot of dots. Dot 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 dot. There's a lot of tags on there. Not enough. Not enough ellipses to cover all of the fucking <laughs> things that they got up to. Uh, Space travel. Man. You know, etc. etc. Um. Yeah. So. 
We are going to real quick hit one or two more things, and then we're going to take a quick break for uh, a middle segment here before we finish off our episode. But yeah, so one of the last things we also did have, of course, secret detention camps during some of this uh, experimentation. So in uh, areas under American control in the early 1950s in Europe and East Asia, mostly, though, in Japan, Germany, and the Philippines, the CIA created uh, secret detention centers so that the U.S. could avoid criminal prosecution for their experimentation on prisoners held there. The CIA captured people suspected of being enemy agents and other people that it deemed T-Rexans expendable to undertake various types of torture and human experimentation uh, on them. The prisoners were interrogated while being administered psychoactive drugs, being electroshocked, and subjected to the extremes of temperature and sensory isolation, and the like to develop a better uh, yeah to develop a better understanding of how to destroy and control human minds. It's really interesting what you said about people that they deemed. Expendable. Expendable. Yeah, because I feel like the government has a more broad view of who's expendable. I feel like they think everyone's expendable. Like everyone they killed in 9-11. It's like, yeah. Uh, I mean, to be fair, I feel like there's still some, like, rednecks down in, I don't know, somewhere listening to that, like, was it Kenny Chesney or whoever wrote that song? What song was it? I don't know. What about 9-11? Where were you? Just, like, sitting there drinking Budweiser and crying, just like, I love this country so much. Uncle Sam's gonna put a boot up your ass. That one? Yeah. Yeah, it's the worst song ever. Fucking. Who is that? Man, that's the line. I think it's Kenny Chesney. Yes. Uh, Good old Uncle Sam's gonna put a boot up your ass. One of them. One of them people. Something a little bit racist in there about. Oh, I'm sure. In the desert or something. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like country. How is there not? (laughs) Every country song does have like a racial slur whispered somewhere in the background. (laughs) Look it up. That's verifiable fact. Um, the last thing we're, or one of the last things we're going to touch on real quick here before we, uh, finish off the evening on a high note where we talk about the deaths of all the people involved in the <laughs> Sweet. Uh, just to kind of remind us, it's honestly, we talked about it in our very first episode, or I guess our last episode on MK Ultra. Go back seven episodes, I guess, now, listener, and you can fucking find that shit. Um, <laughs> but was generally... As it sounded, as it sounded appealing, it just got back, go back there, listen to that shit, whatever. It's in there, I don't know. It's there. Listen to it. You do the work. If you listen to these episodes in order, you've already forgot. We forgot. You definitely forgot. Um, especially if you listen to all of them. They're so long. There's seven hours between the last one and this one. I mean, I guess. I don't... Probably. <laughs> But in uh, yeah, basically, though, what ended up happening, we found out everything that was going on because of Watergate uh, at the time. Oh, yeah? When, yep. You know, I have no idea what Watergate is. Richard Nixon was doing stuff. Check, uh, from what I remember, out. he ordered the CIA to steal some documents, I think, or burn them. And they were caught, and it was traced back to him. I was gonna, I was gonna play along and pretend like I knew until you but, finished talking. I was gonna be like, "Yeah, you didn't know, you didn't know what that was about. How dare you, Tyler? More, more not know things." The exact details, I don't remember. We can potentially cover that. All I know is time. Nixon. Mostly, mostly the main thing is that he was using the powers of the president and the Secret Service or the CIA to uh, help him win the election. How was water involved? It was a Watergate hotel. Huh. Is where where it happened. Honestly, blew my mind a little bit. <laughs> well, because like that was a genuine reaction. I was trying to figure out like what else he well, thought about. Because like uh, there's a lot of scandals that they have just added gate at the end of it. I didn't realize that it like was named because of the Watergate Hotel. So now they have things like this gate and that gate. It's like yeah. oh, yeah. there was no fucking water involved at all. 
There wasn't water or a gate. Holy fuck. Mm -mm. There was not. <laughs> what is my uh, life? Basically, <laughs> in the middle of all the panic caused by that, though, uh, at that point, CAA director Richard Helms ordered the uh, MK Ultra files destroyed. Um, as a result of misfiling, however, 20,000 of those documents were filed incorrectly somewhere within the CIA's files as, like, budget reports. Hell yeah. That. And uh, when... We talked about that, like... We like... did. Episode one. Eight months ago or something like that. Talked about that uh, with you and then again with me. Yes. Talked about it. This is the third time we talked about it. But this is just to kind of bring us all back <laughs> up to date. What happened with that? Uh, we found those documents basically after, because it takes fucking years to investigate anything, once the government actually started heavily investigating Watergate, they found those documents and they went, why are there people getting like brainwashed and <laughs> robot dogs inside of these budget reports <laughs> those don't belong here they are not numbers <laughs> so we basically ended up ordering uh several it's not a number it's not right as we uh, as we found the documents there were several different investigations that were initially opened up that all eventually lumped into the same one once we made the connections that you know like uh project artichoke and project fucking bluebird and all these other things all eventually became mk ultra and were all studied under that same umbrella and then we so what what changed between the time of like the government doing that and then like who did hmm. the like investigation on it the happening Senate. Oh, okay. Congress. I mean, in general, just Aren't Congress. they just as corrupt, though? Yes. Um, it just seems weird that, like, if it was ordered that they'd be destroyed, it's like, oh, the government... I mean, somebody I mean came it was the it, like, 70s. Oh, need... They might have been too drugged up to really pay attention to corruption. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, though, it to seems... be corrupt, they, they don't know that they're taking bribes. They're Honestly, they think they're good people. They're just tripping their balls. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean, though? It seems like, I assume. It was seems like odd that... The government tried to destroy it, and then the government... Well, specifically, it was one guy named Gerald Ford who kind of headed the commission. Um, he might have been, like, that rare person who wasn't a piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> or he might have been like, hey, hey, look, I'm okay with sending people over to other countries to bomb them and rape them and pillage and shit, but that you oh don't do God. that here in my country to my people. In America. In America. You go to the in hospital America. to die, not to get drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the hospital, get overcharged, put in debt, and ignored. Oh, man. <laughs> we do not give you LSD. That the, sounds fun. The hospital's the not supposed way. to be fun. Anyway. Don't go to the hospital. If you're going to give them LSD, you better charge them for it <laughs> and charge them a lot. They better have a broken leg and be bleeding out of their ass. <laughs> Oh, man, but just to kind of... It's the two very interesting, like, doctor, can you help me? My leg is broken. Like, well, obviously your leg is broken. Also, my ass will not stop bleeding. <laughs> oh, God, let me get you some LSD. They are Hold two, on. two very unrelated things, but two very traumatic things they currently happening. at the same time. I can't help but think they're connected. <laughs> um, just to kind of hit a few uh, random notations from that those hearings because there's a lot of stuff in here and honestly some of it's about canada so like who cares we've talked about <laughs> we talked about them enough damn um one on the on the senate floor in 1977 uh senator ted kenny after having heard a lot of the stuff had said basically that the deputy director of the cia revealed that over 30 universities and institutions were involved in extensive testing and experimentation uh, a program which included covert drug tests on unwitting citizens at all social levels, high and low, Native Americans and foreign. Several of these tests involved the administration of LSD to unwitting subjects, uh, re uh, resulting in at least one death, the guy Frank Olson that we talked about earlier, and uh, 
also made Canada a little bit upset with us there for a minute. You think? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I could see how that could like rub some people the wrong way. Like, yeah. hey, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, a direct quote from the study itself says that working with the CAA, the Department of Defense, uh, Defense gave hallucinogenic drugs to thousands of T-Rex hand volunteer soldiers in the 1950s and 60s. Uh, in addition to LSD, the Army also tested for uh, the drug I mentioned earlier, BZ. Uh, many of these. What tests, is what is that? That's the one. Uh, I mean, it. Quinacolidolinyl benzolite. Quaalude. Quaalude. Quaalude benzolite. So like what Again, was that, that? That was the one that just like slowly shut down your nervous system. Oh, okay, system. okay, okay, gotcha. Um, that was the one that I thought would be better for you know coercion and stuff like that. Uh, many of the tests were conducted under so-called MK Ultra program and established to counter perceived Soviet and Chinese adv- advances in brainwashing techniques between 53 and 64. The program consisted of 149 projects involving drug testing and other studies on unwitting human subjects. Just to clarify there, 149 projects that were involved in dosing people and studying them. Not 149 people. 149 projects, all of which were dosing and studying the effects of that. So at this point, I assume every homeless person is a product of MKUltra. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, with that, new segment, you guys. New segment. We're going to see how this goes. I'm excited. (laughs) Um, So I feel like you guys have probably seen these floating around there's a bunch of them the um floaters i fed a bot little pictures or memes or whatever the fuck you want to call them on yeah, like yeah. facebook and twitter yeah. where i fed a bot a thousand hours of something and yes asked well, it to write like a story or a sick yes well uh like Warner brothers is doing now for their movies yes exactly <laughs> exactly uh fun fun fact about that uh two fun facts this is a conspiracy theory podcast so we might as well pull back the veil if we're the non-existent listener at home uh, if you've ever wondered like well who's feeding this bot and where is it located well the bot is actually the brain of a comedian uh there is no bot it is a person named uh where'd their name go keaton patty wait what so it's not a bot nope damn it's written by a comedian and a tv writer who also writes scripts and stuff like that uh but pretty much they just put out a series of these and wrote them so convincingly and so well <laughs> that I very much wanted it to be real. Unfortunately, though, uh, the reality is that AI bots actually can write, like, very good stories. <laughs> so we're, we're... The 80s is when we would have been finding those delightful bot mishaps, basically, yeah. when they first built a computer and they were like, eh, write something with this, and it wrote shit. Well, that's disappointing. It is, but <laughs> I feel like we can still appreciate the, uh, the truth behind the, the veil. Still and, funny. And enjoy some of these and uh, enjoy the wonderful, wonderful workings of uh, comedian Keaton Patty, just to give credit where credit's Keaton due so we can't be Patty. sued. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think there's about 20 fucking five of these. We might not do all of them because some of them are meh, Tonight. but no, like through the course of the show, over the next <laughs> year. Um, but we're going to start with uh, the very first one on this list, Bob Ross. Oh, man. So, theoretically, a comedian fed a bot inside of his brain a thousand hours of Bob Ross. Really what I think that means is just him trying to confess to people that, like, I have nothing to do with my life. I've watched so much TV. (laughs) This is what I take from it. Interior, painting studio, Bob Ross stands in front of a blank canvas that doesn't know how lucky it is. (laughs) Bob smiles. His teeth aren't hiding today. Bob Ross. Today we'll paint a mountain that owes us nothing. (laughs) Bob picks up his painting weapons, 
Bob Ross continues, <clears throat> I will be using three colors. Baby blue, hot pink, hot baby. <laughs> Bob mixes the colors together. They will never be alone again. It doesn't matter what they want. Oh, gosh. Bob continues, painting was invented by a tiny bird that wanted to be rich. Okay, now let's meet Mr. Mountain. Bob paints a mountain, the one from nature. <laughs> Bob continues, it's not all about you, Mountain. Bob paints a cloud. <laughs> Bob continues, I went to school with that cloud. Bob then paints a forest. Bob also continues, these trees are up to something, but I won't tell the police. Now what more does this, now what more does this painting need? Bob stares into the camera. Paint leaks out of him. That's right. What? That's right. It needs you. Bob paints you on top of the mountain. You are at peace. Bob Ross, if you need help, ask the cloud. The cloud won't help you. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's Bob Ross. That's... Fed through a, a bot. But also as kind of like a horror story. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> it turns real quick there. Yeah, yeah so. doesn't it? It turns real dark. Especially when the last ray of hope, the cloud will help you. Then Bob the cloud steals, won't help you. Then, <laughs> then Bob steals your soul. Puts your soul in the painting. <laughs> the clouds cannot help now you. Now you are Dorian Gray. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Oh, man. How interesting. So how did you come upon that uh, information? I was trying to find the compiled list of uh, all of those, and the only place I found that had them all compiled was written, like, actually being like, by the way, this isn't a bot. This is written by, like, a comedian. This is where you can find their Twitter. Because if you look, it's the same guy that's been putting all of them out. Like, it gets shared so much that he gets lost, but if you trace it back, Damn. they all come from the same guy on Twitter. That's yeah. interesting. That's fucking awesome. It's pretty interesting. Well, after that fun little diversion, that <laughs> fucking Bob Ross horror story, we're going to get into an even more uplifting topic to finish off the MK Ultra: <laughs> death. All the so, people that have died. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, given the CIA's purposeful destruction of all of the records of MK Ultra and its failure to follow uh, informed consent protocols with thousands of participants, um, and also the uncontrolled nature of the experiments, and also the lack of follow up data, and uh, also the actual full impact of those experiments, including the deaths. We're never actually going to know how many people fucking died. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Thousands of people. How many? Multiple. <laughs> <laughs> but that, again, we don't. Somewhere have... between some and more. <laughs> Somewhere in Many that and few. It's plenty of error. Room for error. Closer to the uh, many. <laughs> <laughs> Several known deaths, though, have been associated with it. The one that we talked about earlier was Frank Olson. Uh, to give him a little more background, Olson was a United States uh, Army biochemist and biological weapons researcher. He was given LSD without his knowledge or consent in November uh, of 1953 as a part of a CIA experiment and committed suicide by jumping out of a window a week later. Allegedly committed suicide, anyway. T-Rex hands. Yeah. The Athens CIA assigned doctor who was supposed to be monitoring Olson, claimed that he was asleep uh, in a different bed in a New York City hotel. Very descriptive. Asleep um, in his bed. Asleep in a bed, yes. Watergate. Specifically, it says in a different bed. So, like, maybe they were fucking, I don't know. <laughs> was, he the, was he supposed to be in his bed with him? I guess, I guess they had to, like, really be specific. Like, you weren't in his room. I was in bed. Which bed? A different, different one. <laughs> a different bed. There you go. Now you're getting ah, the story right. Now we can write that he down. He was in a was different bed. Um, the record that would be hidden. 
Yeah. But he was supposedly in a different bed in the New York hotel room when uh, Olsen fell to his death. Uh, the CIA's own internal investigation concluded that the head of MK Ultra, Sidney Gottlieb, who we had spoken about on our very first MK Ultra, or last I MK remember, Ultra, I remember that name. Uh, had conducted the LSD experiments with Olson's prior knowledge, but he didn't mention to Olson or the other people taking it what exactly the effects were or what were going to happen or that they had taken it until 20 minutes after they'd already unknowingly ingested it. So he's like, well, I told him. Oh, great. But it's kind of like, you know, you you like shoot somebody in the leg and then you're like, oh, by the way, I'm going to shoot you now. <laughs> and then you shoot him again. It's not really the same as telling them, you know. The report further suggested that uh, Gottlieb was nonetheless, though, do a reprimand as he had failed to take into account Olson's already diagnosed suicidal tendencies, which may have been exacerbated by the LSD. This is what the CIA decided. Uh, Olson's family, though, does not agree with that. No. Uh, they maintain that Olson was murdered because, uh, especially after his LSD experience, he had become a security risk who might divulge uh, different state secrets uh, because he was associated with multiple CIA programs and actually had direct knowledge of a lot of those programs. So... They're pretty sure that a few days after his death, or not pretty sure, sorry, a few days after his death, Olson actually quit his job as the acting chief of the social operations division at Dietrich, Maryland, which is now Fort Dietrich. Wait, he quit after he died? He quit after he had this uh, LSD experience, like when he got dosed oh. the first time, okay. without himself knowing. Uh, <laughs> did, did he say he that wrong, or did I hear that wrong? Uh, I don't know, I zoned out. It sounded like you said a few days after he... After he died, he quit his job, and I was like, well, yeah, of course that's fucking fake. Like, you know what? I don't think he's going to come in today. Did he Did he quit on us? Motherfucker. I mean, he died on Tuesday. That's no fucking reason not to come back. I mean, that's yeah. like working at a, I don't know, like any corporate retail store, and you die, and then they're pissed off that you didn't get <laughs> like notice. Cool. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, among the concerns, there were the development of uh, assassination materials used by CIA and their use of biological warfare materials in covert operations. Uh, just all kinds of shit. He basically had a lot of fingers and a lot of pies, and once they gave him LSD oh. and he realized what kind of was actually going on, I think he just decided, I can't keep doing this. So... His family's pretty convinced that he, uh, at the time anyway, was convinced he did not kill himself. He was probably killed because he was a security risk. Because he put his dick in the pie. Exactly. <laughs> Fingers came out, put, dick, dick went in. It's a matter I repeat, I repeat, he put his dick in the pie. <laughs> Take him out. Uh, later, however, unfortunately for the government, uh, when his body was exhumed in 1994... Cranial injuries indicated that Olsen had actually been knocked unconscious before exiting the window. Oh. The medical examiner uh, deemed Olson's death a homicide. How? It sounds a lot like the, the guy it, that... It has to do, probably, my guess on that is going to be, uh, they would look at the fractures on his skull, and if it doesn't look like a fracture that would be caused by hitting the pavement, something else hit him on the head. Man. I'm always thinking, what did you say, before he fell you say 13 stories? Yes. <laughs> How do you determine if somebody falls 13 stories what were, like previous injuries before that happened when he just <laughs> being like on his feet. <laughs> he uh, broke all of, like all of his bones but his head was fine well i'm not a forensic scientist but i assume it's like a tree you just cut the skull open and you count the rings <laughs> between each injury and you know like an extra Slide ring right on his feet so it just smashed straight down like oh it looked like he got hit in the head too it's the cause of death it is either his shattered spine or this blunt force trauma on his head. I'm not sure. <laughs> but he was on drugs, so 
His right, fault, probably. Write it off. Write it off. Yeah. Is it that thing like they say if you get in a car wreck uh, while, you, while you're drunk, you don't get hurt as bad? If you fall from a window on LSD, <laughs> it doesn't really hurt you that bad? They're like, oh, well, he should have been fine. Somebody obviously hit him in the skull beforehand. He fell how far? 13 stories? Oh my. Wait, 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 wait. He was on LSD? Oh, he should be fine. He should be fine. He should be fine. <laughs> I feel like that's the way to encourage drunk driving. It's like, you know what? I'm a good driver. I'm worried about someone else hitting me. So at least if someone hits me and kills me, it won't be as bad if I'm already drunk. <laughs> Just everyone driving around drunk. It's like, is, I don't want this to hurt when it a, happens. Is that a problem? Do people need encouragement to drive drunk? I didn't realize that we were failing so badly in this country. They just need alcohol to drive drunk. <laughs> That's true. No encouragement necessary. I'll be happy to. Uh, as a result of this, uh, this examination that took place where the doctor was like, hey, he was killed, the U.S. government did give also family seven hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars in a settlement with the government and uh, formal apologies from <laughs> president gerald ford and the cia director william colby they however their apologies innocent. were limited to uh the issue of informed consent oh not gosh. so much that i say the apologies were my bad bro <laughs> my bad <laughs> just we're sorry <laughs> uh yeah but uh the last little thing here is just um there's a bunch, but it's not worth reading all of it. I'm just going to read a couple of little quick highlights to finish off our MK Ultra topic here. Legal issues involving informed consent. I don't think we need much detail on that. You don't tell somebody what you're going to do to them. There's probably some legal issues there. But the main ones are two... Just so we're all on the same page Oh my here. gosh. What was that? Redacted. Oh Redacted. my god, I fucking hate you. Just so we're on the same page. I think I'm regressing in the new year. (laughs) My apologies. On on specifically why uh, a lot of this is, I mean, obviously it's unconstitutional, but also more specifically, the medical trials at Nuremberg in uh, 1947 deeply impressed upon the world that experimentation with unknowing human subjects is morally and legally unacceptable. The United States Military Tribunal established the Nuremberg Code as a standard against which to judge German scientists who experimented with human subjects. In defiance of their own principle, military intelligence officials began surreptitiously testing chemical and biological materials, including LSD. Fun. <sighs> America. Great job, America. Um, we won again. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of justice doled out for a few people who got some stuff, but also just to touch back, not for everyone, because our bud Wayne Ritchie, he tried after he suddenly realized that MK Ultra was a thing, and it explained what the fuck happened to him the one night he lost a job because he thought everybody was melting or turning into monsters, and he pulled his gun on him. Oh, that's the, yeah, the, yeah. the guy. He tried to sue the government as well, but unfortunately he had no vi- uh, verifiable proof that he was dosed by the government. So hey, he did you know, not get a word You can't trust the word of someone who's on drugs. <laughs> I mean... But where did the drugs come from? Doesn't matter. They would lie Which about it anyway. First, the chicken or the LSD. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I like that. Well, thank you so much, listener, for hanging out with us this evening. Um, as always, please do us a huge favor. One of the biggest things you guys at home can do to help us out, honestly, is to leave us a comment or, or a review or any kind of a rating on iTunes. Uh, it helps to get us kind of like up in the numbers and the charts on not just iTunes, but pretty much anywhere else that streams our stuff. Um, um, also, the other big thing you could do, though, is like tell somebody you know. If you like listening to our shit and you have friends, which, I mean, we don't, but maybe you, <laughs> maybe you do. If you do and you think they'd like it, uh, trap them in your car. Make them listen to it for a little while. 
convince them to download it. Just Maybe to... give them some LSD. Yeah. By the by, the time they're done, they'll beg you to stop giving them uh, LSD, and maybe they'll listen to our podcast. I don't know, accidentally. Except every time they listen to the podcast, they just like have Tri- horrible <laughs> trips. Like, what is happening? <laughs> hey, why? I what is his Instagram? I can't, I can't keep track. <laughs> um, but you know, definitely, you can also reach out to us if yeah. you if you have any ideas about things you want us to talk about, or if you just want to let us know you're listening. Um. You can reach us we've, at C. Well, that's the thing. We've literally never, ever mentioned it before, but we do have multiple platforms. Oh. <laughs> um, yes. C Contortions on Twitter. Put the, put the little at symbol in there, though. Yeah, at C Contortions. If you just put C Contortions, it'll th- it won't know what you I feel mean. like that's true. We've done 20 episodes, and we've never mentioned the actual podcast, Twitter, or Instagram. Oh, I definitely no, do every single time. Oh. Yeah. I, 100, I feel like that's oh, not I true. I just remember do us doing time. ours. No, it's I do. The, it's I do, the very I, first one. Ours is okay. mixed in there as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was that was a jab at the non-listener. <laughs> you could also oh, cut, eat, cut that out. If if you don't like the social media, if you're one of those those old timey folks, we've also got uh, an email. I know it's still kind of like newer ish, but it's you know like eighties old. So it's like it's like the it's like eighties. That's, that's the demographic we're going for, right? Like people from the eighties. Yeah. To now, definitely. Sure. They'll, they'll love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's happening? that's also seekcontortions at gmail.com you can follow me your host at the John Henry on Twitter and Instagram you can follow Aaron at Aaron.shaver on Instagram you can follow Scott the writer and the most quiet person in the room tonight at Scott J underscore Moses on Twitter and Instagram he's still not speaking Scott's here <laughs> did a lot of therapy today right that's fair <laughs> uh, and you can follow uh, Tyler uh, at Quailu Charlie on Twitter and at Buzz has Woody on Instagram I actually changed it. Oh yeah, which uh, was was it? Was, what is it? It's that Olson's dick pie. <laughs> you can follow Tyler at Olson's dick pie on Twitter. Oh my gosh. And Instagram. All right, Pete. <laughs> All right, rest in pie. Rest in pie. Oh, oh my god. All right, well that's gonna do it. Thank you so much, guys, for hanging out. Please, please, please share it with your friends if you've got them. If you don't, go make some. Go make some friends. Make some friends by sharing this podcast. Do it for with us. us. Do it for us. Yeah. Fuck Do it you. For Do it for us. Do it. Do it for yourself. There's probably if I mean you us. don't have friends, there's a reason. So clearly, you have nothing to do. Listen to our show. <laughs> <laughs> it's not by choice. Uh, You're thirty. And whatever you do, <laughs> don't let the sciatica get you. Don't let the sciatica get you. And don't let the sciatica get you. Yeah, make the best jelly rolls.